Welcome back to Schizophrenia Life. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. So, last podcast was basically Monday morning because it was really late Sunday night. And I meant to do a podcast on Tuesday and just completely spaced. Uh, a little busy with work. But I needed to bring up a talking point. If you haven't been watching the news and you've been living under a rock, you'll know that someone uh, blew up the two pipelines from Russia to Germany, Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. Now, no one has any proof on who blew them up, but you blow up a, a gas pipeline, what does it do? It lets gas out into the Baltic Sea, and so it's damaging the environment severely. And people, so there's two stories floating around. One is so ridiculous, it, y- y- no one can believe it. So the, the, the West media is pushing that, not all the West media, just most of them, um, are pushing that Russia did it themselves. Which is the stupidest thing ever, because they would never blow up their own pipeline. Their main source of income during a war, they would never blow it up. Period. End of story. That is their only leverage coming into winter. That is their only leverage with Europe. They can say, hey, if you want our gas for the winter, we'll turn on the pipeline. That was their only leverage. So there is no scenario where they blow it up themselves. On the other hand, there's articles coming out left, right, and center saying that America blew it up. And why do they think that? Well, because Joe Biden said it on the air, on television. He said, if Russia invades Ukraine, we will get rid of of Nord Stream 1 and 2. And they said, the reporter asked, well, how would you do it? He said, trust me, we'll do it. And then the, was it the Secretary of Defense or someone, uh, not sure who, but there was a second interview with someone high up uh, in the administration, said the same thing. They said, if they invade, and this was in January right before the invasion, said that if they go in, we will shut down the pipelines. And again, well, how are you going to do it? Don't worry about it. Trust us. We will shut it down. And then, now you have uh, evidence from multiple countries with the detectors uh, for earthquakes can also pick up explosions going off, so they know it wasn't an accident. Someone went down, set explosives, and blew up the pipeline. Both of the pipelines. So, someone is trying to start some shit. Someone's trying to start a war. And someone is playing a very dangerous game with a very desperate country. You have a country 
who's already on the edge because they're the the war that they started or whoever side you look at on who started it I don't care you have a country that's in the middle of a war that they're not exactly winning so they're already desperate they're already hard up for money and you're going to go and blow up their only source of income <laughs> you're not going to you you back you can't back a nuclear power into a corner because then what do they have left all they have left is nuclear bombs. They just lost their only source of income. And so they're going to fight to the last person, right? And they're going to... They're not going to pull out. They they just lost their only source of income. They, they've been teetering on the edge for like two months about whether they should just drop nukes on in, in the battlefield... And then you're going to go and blow up their only source of income? Like, the people who sit in behind closed doors and plan shit like this out. Where? <laughs> common sense. Like, why do they not have any common sense? You don't back a nuclear superpower into a corner. This one action is going to harm a lot of people. Whether it's now or later, I don't know. But this one action is going to have a severe effect. And I guarantee it was the decision to do it was made between maybe two or three key people on our side. Two or three people in the White House decided, hey, let's just blow up the pipelines. And they're going to cost millions of lives. Guaranteed. You, you can't back a country with nuclear weapons into a corner because then that it, that their only response will be nuclear. What do they have to lose? They've lost, you know, half their military. They they just lost their only source of income. <sighs> you're backing them into a fucking corner, and you're not going to like the results. But the people sitting in the fucking ivory towers don't care about the millions of people that are going to die. Because they're, they're going to be safe in their bunkers. It's... And we're not even talking about the the damage that it's going to kill. You, you can forget the the fishing industry and everything in that entire region is going to be destroyed by all of these leaks. So, uh, eh, man. <laughs> all right, moving on to better news. I believe that um, I can still achieve my goal. I'm training um, hard. I'm working, training. Um, I got my day job. I got, you know, the, the family, the kids. But I'm training hard. I, I, I still 
think within two years I, I can start entering golf tournaments. Um, I really hope that I can scrounge the money together to buy a golf simulator. Like, there's only two simulators within driving distance of me, and they both want, like, 50 bucks an hour. And, I, I mean, maybe that's an okay investment, but it seems like a lot of money. Especially when I want to train for multiple hours a day. Um, so that would add up real fast. So I'm trying to save the money together and get, get a golf simulator. Get that put up in the office upstairs, and then I'll I'll be making videos and stuff for for YouTube um, once I get that set up. Um, right now, most of the golfing videos are on TikTok uh, at the Schizophrenic Life over on TikTok. You can see some of my golfing videos that I've been doing. The problem is the weather right now is just so bad. Like the last two days have been rain and thirty mile an hour winds and you're just not gonna be able to play golf in that you for one it just it's the ball's not gonna go where you hit it and two it just really sucks and I'm not gonna go stand in the rain for two hours it's just not gonna happen I I have played over the last two weeks I've played two or three times in the rain and it's just miserable every time and I'm, I'm done I'm not gonna keep playing in the rain and getting sick you know we already had my daughter get sick, and I just, I can't afford to get sick right now, um, I have too much work to do to get sick, so I'm, I'm, I'm done playing in rain with fucking wind, uh, so I just train at home, you know, I can't obviously hit golf balls because I don't have a, 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 a simulator thing, so I just, you know, train, swing my clubs, Maybe watch some educational videos on the subject. Uh, things like that. But we'll we'll see. Hopefully I can get one this winter. If I can't, then definitely for next year I'll have one. Um, you know, you can go really, really cheap. But you get what you pay for. So if you go too cheap, it, it's not worth it, right? And... Um, so you want to get something that's worth it, that, that does the job. And my boss was telling me, he's, he said, gave me some good advice. He said, you know, I need to treat it like a business plan, like make a business plan and do it that way. Um, cause technically, I mean, I kind of want to make it into a business, right? I'm going to be making videos of the golfing, um, but also, uh, when you go professional, you know, if I can make, it could take six months or it could take two years, but eventually I want to be in the live golf, that's my end goal, obviously my end goal is to win there, but first you got to get in. And, and to do that, you have to play extremely well golf, uh, good, consistent golf. But I do have some good news. I found a new swing. So it's this old swing from like the 30s. Um, a lot of people don't like it. 
from what I've hear, and I can understand why. It, it it takes distance away, some, but it it improves your consistency tremendously. So you hit the exact same way on the ball every single time. And I tried it out on the course the other day, and I was trying to beat the rain, get around done. But I played the whole whole round using this new swing for everything, driver, irons, everything. And the first four holes were not great, but once I got got good with it, or better, man, I was crushing it. Uh, so nine holes, I had three birdie shots. I didn't make them. <laughs> Still got to work on my putting. Um, but the the fact I I did get pars, but um, that's a huge improvement. You know, getting three pars versus uh, zero. <laughs> so so I'm I'm definitely improving. I see the improvement in my game everywhere. Like. Uh, the eighth hole, the last round I played on the eighth hole, and the ninth hole was just fantastic. I hit hit got to the green in two on both of them, and my second shot on the eighth hole was insane. Like it was 160 yards over like 50 foot trees, just perfect, dead straight, perfect distance. Landed right on the edge of the green. Um, and then the, on <laughs> the ninth hole, I don't know if it's just dumb luck, but I crushed it about right before the water. I hit a tree, and normally when you hit a tree... You're done, especially when it's right next to the water. But it bounced right back, landed right dead center in the fairway, and then boom, got on into. Um, it was just luck, I guess. It wasn't really skill, but the distance was good because I I, I traveled it. I cut it around a huge ass tree. Like they have a huge tree, and you're supposed to. Um, hit an iron and hit it under because unless you can get it in like this five foot window to the left side you're going to hit the tree and normally every single round I've always hit that big tree and so it makes you it makes it where you have to take three shots to get to the green and on this one I just said screw it I took my driver out and just smashed it um, and, and went right around that big tree so it was pretty pretty cool pretty impressive I'm definitely getting better um my putting is actually getting better um I, I have I've been making a couple birdies here and there a couple pars here and there so my handicap is definitely going down um it's just nowhere near where it needs to be I need to play my obviously my first goal is to get to par but then I need to get to you know 10 under, 8 under, 10 under, which is insanely good, like, that's course record material right there, but, uh, you know, 
get to par, but then you need you need to play like where you're getting a couple birdies every round and and no bogeys, you know, at least at that level. Just getting to par is an accomplishment. Only one percent of golfers ever get to par, so just getting there is huge. And once I get the golf simulator set up in the house, once I can can afford that. I'm going to get that set up and I'm going to train like four times a day because I won't have to drive 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back just to hit some golf balls. But I am planning on this week buying a putting green for for upstairs so I can at least practice putting uh, in the house until I can get the, the the big guns out. So anyway, I thought I'd bore you, not bore you entertain you are you not entertained (laughs) i'm drinking coffee at nine o'clock at night i'm gonna be staying up most of the night working so got a lot to do pretty much until the end of the year i'm gonna be doing where i work a lot and take some naps and anyway have a wonderful wonderful uh, Wednesday evening, and I will see you again, hopefully, this week.